Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, and I am the number one best-selling author of a number of books, including uh, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach, Evolutionary Healer, Navigating the Clickety-Clack, How to Have a Peace-Filled Life in a Seemingly Toxic World, and the latest release in December of 2020, Sensitivity is Your Superpower, where you learn how to harness your sensitivity gifts and turn them into superpowers. So if you are a highly sensitive person, or who I call a sensitive soul like me, um, you can get my free gift, which is the Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide at sensitivesoulguide.com and learn the three ways of navigating your way to more peace, positivity, personal power, so you can have the life of your dreams and fulfill your mission. And my passion is to help you shine your light so together we can pull the world out of darkness. Thanks so much for being here. And if you love what you hear, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with others. Now, today is the first Monday of the month, January 2021. So first of all, Happy New Year, everyone. I have with me my very special guest and the first Monday of every month, the Ask the Doctors LifeWave show um, guest, Dr. Dennis Loebstein. And he and I have been doing this podcast monthly for, gosh, many, many years. And uh, we have... Um, uh, many LifeWave distributors and customers who listen in to find out more advanced uh, protocols using Chinese medicine principles uh, where you can use the LifeWave phototherapy patches to help with specific symptoms. And uh, this month's topic is on itching. So now, even if you don't have itching, um, you're more than welcome to call in live. We're going to be answering some questions in the latter half of the program today. The number to call in is 818-514-1190. Hit one on your dial pad so we know your hand is up. I will also open up the chat so you can ask the question there as well. Um, just make sure that when you ask the question, you don't talk about treating, preventing, or curing any diseases or disease names. Um, if we could kind of stick to the symptoms, that would be best, and we can answer those questions freely and maybe give you some ideas on how to use acupuncture points and patches and protocols to help with your particular symptom. So without further ado, welcome, Dr. Dennis. Happy New Year. Well, Happy New Year to you, Dr. Karen, and <clears throat> to everybody listening. Um, we're in the uh, Year of the Light Warrior now, 2021, so welcome aboard. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> um, so, sure. yeah, so, so Dr. Dennis, I know we're going to maybe go to some questions uh, a little bit later, but I know you have kind of a... Mm -hmm. um, a format on how you, you know, talk about the different symptoms. So today we're talking about itching. So what are we going to cover today in the show? Well, I usually say, well, people usually say you start at scratch, but we're <laughs> going to go a step before that and start at itch, which is a step before scratch. <laughs> so instead of start from scratch or start starting from itch, I got it. Good one. Actually, I feel right. like you just talking about the word itch, so it's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, and, and interesting that that while we're sitting here talking, I'm scratching my chin inadvertently. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> what that means. <laughs> so <clears throat> I I subtitled this uh, talk grasping the wind because in um, Asian medicine, wind is what's behind itching, movement. And if we look at different definitions of itching from a Western perspective and from a TCM perspective, we find that uh, wind is uh, any kind of movement that changes unpredictably and rapidly. And you can say that about itching too. 
True, so, true. Um, if we look at the uh, the root of the word etch, it comes from the 17th century Latin uh, prurigo or pruric, which means to itch, of um, skin problems that cause severe itching that stimulates somebody to want to scratch it. And mm-hmm. in, in Western terms, it's a sensation causing the desire to scratch as opposed to or in contrast to pain, which causes withdrawal. So it's mm. interesting that that itching cause draws one to it to attend to it and scratch it, and pain causes one to avert or withdraw. But the same spinothalamic unmyelinated C fibers are involved. Okay. <clears throat> so I won't go into any physiological detail on the Western side here. Stick mostly with TCM stuff, but I will briefly mention that from the Western perspective, the causes of itching are usually things like allergies or infections or dry skin or medications or insect toxins like venoms. Uh, even um, the condition of pregnancy will uh, tend to cause itching because of the dry skin and the, the hormonal changes involved. Hmm. Uh, also, diabetes has a component of itching and thyroid imbalances, hormone imbalances um, are in the picture too. <clears throat> And um, we we have mechanisms that are termed proceptive, P-R-U-R-I-O, meaning itch. So it, there are itch receptors or, or nerves involved with itching. So there's a neural component and there's a psychological component and there's a sensitivity that's both peripheral and central. And there's also a a Western name for dry skin, which is xerosis. And, and just briefly to contrast what we're going to talk about with energy medicine and TCM, the, the Western people will, will treat the histamine receptor and uh, have people take histamines to relieve itching. Um, and you get a histamine release from opioids like endorphins. And interestingly, chloroquines, like the hydroxychloroquine, is used for itching sometimes also. And the most common one is diphenhydramine or Benadryl, which is an antihistamine. And also, doctors, Western doctors often prescribe steroids for calming autoimmune reactions that are behind itching. So that's the Western picture. Now, if we look mm-hmm. at it from a TCM perspective, itching is called Sao Yang, S-A-O, Sao Yang. So it's 
a kind of a, if you look at yin and yang balance, it's on the yang side. And it's an irritation that's relieved, at least temporarily, by something even more yang, which is scratching. And that's interesting um, because uh, in Asian medicine, we, we view <clears throat> something that's excess to have an aversion to more yang going into it. And if it's a deficiency, it feels good if you put more yang into it. So from the perspective of itching, it can be both yin and yang. Not just young, even though it's called sound young. Oh, okay. Okay, so there, there's basically two kinds of wind or itching in Asian medicine. And, of course, we know from the, um, the, the uh, symbol for the yin and yang, you have part of it's yin, part of it's yang. Yin is internal, yang is external. And most of what people think of as itching is on the skin, and that's yang and external. But there's also internal wind. And we'll talk a little bit about that, but mostly about the external on the skin. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> uh, wind creates a sensation of itching in Asian medicine, and it's often associated with heat known as wind heat. And the wind heat presents us dry, itchy skin. We also have wind damp, known as uh, damp. The wind, uh, uh, let's see, wind, wind damp presents as itchy, swollen areas because damp is swelling and, and fluid in an area. So, the damp could be a component. So it can either be dry or it can be damp, but it both, they both involve wind or movement. And last but not least, we have wind damp heat. And that has the wind or the movement along with both damp and heat. And the wind damp heat presents as itchy, swollen, red areas that feel warm. So all of those symptoms can be addressed using patches. We can calm wind, we can drain damp, and we can clear heat by using acupuncture points and putting patches on them. Cool. So I thought I'd talk about specific kinds of major uh, points Mm-hmm. Like the uh, the wind gate GB16 for internal winds, and then we'll talk about the wind market, and then we'll talk about the hundred insect burrow, and also the wormwood cow. Yeah, they're uh, sorry. What was the last one? Uh, the wormwood canal. Okay. And then the wind screen. So let me give you the. Um, the designations for each one. The wind gate is GB16. That's the jade pillow. 
that's just below the occipital protuberance on the back of the head at the top of the neck. And that's indicated for internal wind, like uh, tremors and flaccidity and wind stroke. So when you have an internal wind, you have shaking going on inside. And that's internal wind. So GV16 is a major point for that. Then for whole body itching, we have the wind market, which is gallbladder 31. And gallbladder 31 is located on the lateral part of the upper leg, on the thigh, at the tip of the middle finger. When your arms are relaxed and drop down to your sides, and you, you drop your arms down and your middle fingers are hanging right there over gallbladder 31. So that's indicated for acute itching of the whole body. <clears throat> okay, and then we have the, that was a wind market, gallbladder 31. Mm-hmm. And then we have the 100 insect burrow. And that's a special point that's not on any particular meridian. It's called Bai Chuang Wo. B A I C H G W O. Okay, say that again. E B I Y. B A I. Oh, B A I. By. By. Chong. C H O N G. Uh huh. Wo. W O. W O. Got it. And the the Shanghai book designates that as M L E 34 point. So that's the proper designation for the point, M-LE-34, by Chuang Mo. And it's indicated for severe itching of the skin. It's like skin anywhere or? Yeah, anywhere in the body. Okay. So it, it could be like 100 insect burrow. That's that's a, the name of it. By Chuang Mo translates into... 100 insect burrow. Okay. And it, it's located just above spleen 10. Hmm. And it's three sooner inches proximal to the superior border of the patella. So it's, and, um, okay, so it's at the same line as spleen 10, but three inches above yeah. the imaginary line at the top of the kneecap. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. I don't know that one. Yeah, and it, it's uh, for a whole body itching, like having bugs crawling all over your body kind of feeling, kind of itching. And um, it lowers wind damp heat has special action for decreasing itching and skin problems. <clears throat> okay, and then we have <clears throat> one of my favorites is a wormwood canal. And the wormwood canal is actually liver five. And it's specifically indicated for genital itching. And uh, let's see. So that would be for someone has like a yeasty kind of itching symptom? 
Yeah. Okay, any or or pubic, herpes itching symptoms. Yeah, any any kind of pubic itching in the pubic area. Okay. It uh, it it decreases damp heat. Um, it lowers itching and swelling and pain of the genitals and uh, it, it's actually also used for uh, lowering fear and fright and for oh. um, treatment of what's called plumstone chi that re- restores control and peace to the insanity to the body in somebody who has quote unquote globus hystericus or a plumstone like cheese stuck in their throat. Mm, so that's, that's really interesting. For both, yeah. Okay, because I, I do have several highly sensitive people, uh, almost at the same time, they're young people, um, who said they had this feeling that they couldn't swallow properly. Like they had something stuck in their throat and they were having incredible anxiety. Um, and so would liver five be a helpful point for that symptom? Yes, for, for sure. Okay. And it's easy to find too if you're if you're palpating on the inside of the lower tibia. It's a five soon proximal to the medial malleolus, or in other words, five inches towards the groin from the inner ankle. You can feel along the tibia there, and there's a little depression on the medial side of the tibia and that's a wormwood canal or liver five so if you've got genital itching instead of scratching your pubic area you could reach down and 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 um massage the wormwood canal to relieve the itch Mm, what if this pubic itching is like more posterior would it still work like if it's like around the anal area or is it just around the genital area? Um, mostly genital because the genital area is circumscribed by the liver channel. If uh, uh, we're going more anal, I'd do more of a, a triangle um, on the the back, including um, bladder 57 and uh, GV2. Mm. So that the anal area is circumscribed by a triangle using ice wave patches on bladder 57, which is um, support mountain point. One of my favorite triangle bases and uh, the apex of the triangle would be uh, GV2, which is on the sacrum. There's a little horseshoe divot on the bone on the back of the sacrum um, in between the holes of the foramen. And Mm. that's where uh, GV, uh, GV2 is. So right. And you would use carnosine there or what? Yeah, carnosine or any of the YH patches or, or even X39. Mm-hmm. Cool. So that would address the anal area better. Uh, or you could even uh, use a, a, um, a patch inside the underwear that's not stuck to the to the perineum area because it's really sensitive, but um, on the area that is near the the uh, CV one point in your underwear, mm. so you can put a patch up, turn around so the adhesive is on the cloth of the underwear. 
Right, right. Yeah, you can put it on the outside of the underwear, folks. You don't have to put it on the inside because some sensitive people are like, oh, that's going to feel weird, you know, so you can go right on the outside. Uh, Just keep in mind, I did this one time. I can't remember whether I had hemorrhoids or what. I can't remember. But anyway, and and the sticky stuff kind of stayed on the underwear, but luckily it wasn't my favorite pair. So I was like, okay, well, it is what it is. There's like a mark there now from the adhesive, (laughs) just from the heat. Yeah, like you guys like know like way too much about me. But anyway, <laughs> got to tell you, I had to try it, right? You know, I was like, okay, well, supposedly this should work. So I had to try it. And yes, it does work. And yes, you can put it on the outside. So there you go. <laughs> well, you know, hemorrhoids is actually how I discovered this triangle on the back I, that I That's just right. described. One, one of my, I think I talked about it on a previous show some time ago. That's the one blog post that I emailed the most out to people. I said, hey, check out Dr. Dance's Support Mountain Triangle, you know, uh, for advanced back pain relief. And uh, we talked about how it was originally for hemorrhoids. Yeah, we were um, in L.A. and we had a friend visiting from the San Francisco area. And uh, she goes, well, I've got this pain from hemorrhoids and it'll be a lot more comfortable if I could walk on the beach without the pain. So uh, I figured, well, okay, let's use ice wave patches on bladder 57 and, and the YH patch, which I think I told you to use glutathione at the time on um, GV2. And she came back from her walk on the beach a couple hours later, all smiling and, I said, how's your um, hemorrhoid pain? It was, what pain? Mm, that's great. That's yeah, awesome. So that, that's how I derived that triangle. <clears throat> okay. Next, and last but not least, the major point for itching is the um, itching inside the ear. Mm-hmm. And that's a windscreen point called Sanjiao or Triple Heater 17 right behind the ear. And we've talked about that point before for other things. And it's um, winds, It's called windscreen or Yi Fang. And it decreases wind damp inside the ear. So it decreases wind, decreases itching. And it's also used for internal wind like um, spasms and stroke and lockjaw and tremors and for external itching like itching inside the the inner ear. Yeah, sometimes I'll get that out of like like for no reason. <laughs> I'll be like, what the heck? You know, the inside of my ear will be super itchy and it just drives one crazy, you know, you don't have something to itch it with but uh, I actually did not know that the point behind the ear was the one I should use for that particular symptom so thank you for that yeah and most people just reach up and stick their finger inside their ear to scratch around but Mm -hmm. instead of compacting your wax further and deeper into traumatizing the canal (laughs) yeah right because whenever you do that you kind of irritate it and and make an inflammation, you could um, stimulate Sanjiao 17 behind the ear. 
it doesn't matter which side. It's just you, if the left ear is itching, you put it on the left. If the right ear is itching, you put it on the right. Or you just always put it on both or just the right. Um, I'd, I'd use the side that's itching, but if you want to reinforce the bioelectricity, you can use a positive patch on the right and negative patch on the left. Like put an E on on the, on the right, Sanjot 17 and SP6 on the left. Mm-hmm. Or just enhancer or ice wave with the white on the right and the tan on the left. And Sanjot 17. Cool. And you get lots of other benefits as well with Sanjo 17, that area. You got brain balancing if you use Eon. You got home run balancing if you use Eon and, and SB6. And, uh, you, you you know, you might, you know, rebalance your spine and occiput and C1, right, because it's all in that area if you use Energy Enhancer or Ice Wave. So it's actually a really, really great point. One of my favorites now. Yeah, you're right. And it can help balance the atlas, you know, the, the position mm-hmm. of the skull off the top of the spine. Yeah, good point. And uh, it's also close to gallbladder 20, which uh, is a major point for addressing internal wind as well. Oh, okay. Okay, okay so those are the major points. The um, GV16, gallbladder 31, the Bai Chuang Wo, liver 5, and Sanjiao 17. So we can... Uh, We can go through the points again in a little more detail, and then I can talk about how to patch, how to use them for patching. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. Oh, I did want to. I forgot to mention, Doctor Dennis, to the listeners who are listening yeah. live, that I am writing a blog post, um, and the notes uh, from you know Doctor Dennis's, uh, um, you know what we're doing today is going to be on patch training team forward slash blog so it'll take a little while after the show just so i can you know gussy it up and check spelling and things like that and i'll, I'll put the um the the blog post up and i'll se- send it to all the um uh so in case you're on one of my facebook groups uh, i'll be sharing it i'll also be sharing on the facebook page which is called patch training team uh facebook page so uh, in case you're very busy you know scribbling notes just know that i'm i type probably faster than you write so <laughs> So I will be uh, putting this out and sharing it later. So again, sorry for the interruption, uh, Dr. Dennis. You may continue. That's good. Oh, Dr. Karen's awesome with helping people grasp the wind. <laughs> so funny. This is actually one of my favorite um, acupuncture books. is called Grasping the Wind. That's oh. where I got the terminology. Okay. And it okay. gives different... Um, translations of the names of points to help you understand their spirit better. Mm. One of my favorite classes in acupuncture school was um, spirit of the points. We meditate on the the spirit of each point. And and when you look at an acupuncture point, we talked about this before, uh, it's viewed in Asian medicine as a little cave in which a spirit dwells, and by stimulating it, you're activating the spirit, or if you translate it into Western physiology, 
the frequency of that point. Yep. The quantum vortex. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Yeah. And and that's actually what each acupuncture point has above it and below it is a torsion field that is usually going clockwise on one side, counterclockwise on the other side. So like, for example, if you picture an acupuncture point like large intestine four and you put a pencil, the tip of the pencil right on large intestine four and circumscribe it around into a cone-shaped movement. That's like a torsion field, which mm. is half the shape of an, an hourglass. And then you can imagine on the other side of that point, you've got a, a torsion field going or spinning in the opposite direction. And so you have a... Um, so you're talking about below the skin, it goes the other way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got okay. them spinning in opposite directions, which is actually a light spirit body or a Merkaba. And mm-hmm. the, uh, Einstein, that, that, that's called an Einstein-Rosen space-time bridge or a wormhole. So each acupuncture, acupuncture point actually comes to a point between those two circumscribed torsion fields at the zero point. And it's at zero point energy in the Merkaba, which y'all that meditate know from meditating, where you can reach zero point energy and access the quantum. And when you access the quantum, you can initiate changes or collapse of a wave of energy into 3D. Or in other words, create a manifestation. So by stimulating the frequency of that point with a patch, you're addressing that zero-point energy if you want to approach it that way instead of just slapping a patch on somebody. You can have an intention of changing or manifesting what you're doing by addressing the zero-point energy and collapsing the energy wave from the quantum into your reality. Yes. I love doing that. <laughs> and and one clarification is um is the zero point of the acupuncture point actually on the skin or below the skin or does it depend on the point? It's in the skin in in the center of the man or the little cave in which his spirit dwells. Okay, Just can you say that again? Surface. Just below the surface. It, 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 if you feel this, the, uh, the point, a good example of that was a wormwood canal where liver five is on the mm-hmm. leg where you can feel that pressure or that pit. Uh, that's the, a good example of the men or the little cave. Men is translated into little cave where the spirit dwells. And it's at the center of that cave where the center, where, where the, um, apex of the torsion field is from both directions. And when you say counterclockwise or clockwise, do you mean when we're looking down at the skin, clockwise would be above this cave and counterclockwise would be below? 
Usually, yes. But mm-hmm. okay. sometimes it's the opposite direction. Okay. I mean, you know, like the chakras, too. The chakras have um, torsion fields around them. And depending on which chakra you're talking about, uh, some of them on the on the um, in the center of the body, in the ventral part of the body, go clockwise. Some of them go counterclockwise. And the opposite one on the other side is the other direction. So it depends right. on which point you're talking about, nature of the point. Got it. Cool. Yeah. So that's the metaphysics of the acupuncture points and, and activating the little spirit that dwells within, which accesses uh, quantum physics mechanisms. <clears throat> yeah, I love that about it, too. It's it's much much more than just throwing a metal needle into flesh. That's only at the three <laughs> level. There's a lot more going on energetically than just doing that. Okay, uh, let's see. Let's uh, let's talk about bladder sixteen. Okay. Bladder sixteen. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say go ahead. Okay, so bladder sixteen is located just below thoracic vertebra six and it's called dushu because do is another term for the general vessel or gd channel so it's the general vessel back shoe point and back shoe points are major points that tonify and stimulate the chi in the channel and the, the general vessel is a major conduit on the back. And, and a lot of residual chi from the other channels feed into the general vessel and the conception vessel. So the douche is a major point. And the reason I brought it up today is because it's indicated for skin disorders and general pruritus or itching. And it's used to deal with autoimmune disorders like psoriasis on the skin when you're working with acupuncture and Asian medicine. So that's a a point I like to use for itching too, bladder 16. And that's bilateral. It's um, bilateral to the midline on the uh, first bladder channel. And if you look on the back, the bladder channel has two two channels either side of the midline. So this is the inner bladder channel. So it's one and a half inches away from thoracic vertebra six, which is where GV10 is located. Okay, so that's one point I will talk about when we're talking about patching. Okay. All right. Uh, we talked about liver five. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me see if I missed anything on liver five. No, I think we covered that pretty well. Um, there's another good one, bladder 34, 
Bladder 34 is called the bone hole, and it's at the fourth sacral foramen, or the holes on the on the sacrum have, are called foramen on the inner bladder line, and it's indicated for genital itching. So, in addition to other the major points I talked about for genital itching, which is liver five, you could also use bladder 34 on the sacrum. Cool. So when, and again, it's bilateral, so it's on both sides of the body. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So um, good patches for that would be ice wave on bladder 34. Okay. And let's see, another good one for genital itching is CV2 and CV7. So you could make a nice triangle among bladder, bilateral bladder 34 with ice wave and also putting a YH patch like carnosine or glutathione on either CV2 or CV7. So that triangle would be more horizontal than what we're used to thinking about triangle on the surface, like going through the body triangle. Uh, yes, yes. It would kind of slice the body um, through. Yeah. So CV7 is like one inch below the belly button, and CV2 is directly on the, the midline, riding right on top of the pubic bone. So either one of those would be good for genital itching, along with bladder 34 and liver 5. And I'm sure if we were talking about genital itching, Dr. Steve would talk about burning one side of the pubic hair and using an ice pick to stab the whatever comes <laughs> out the other side. Yep, that like would be a Dr. Steve comment, that's for sure. We do miss him. <laughs> Bless him. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I can see this 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 triangle thing is really cool. Now you mentioned about uh bladder thirty four and liver five both being for uh itching genitally, but are you talking about um you know, using both at the same time? Like the bladder 34 and the back of the sacrum and liver five on the leg and that YH in the center to make basically two triangles. Or are you just talking about either or bladder 34 or liver five? Well, it would probably be stronger if you use liver five with bladder 34 and one of the CV two or CV seven. Either okay. one. Probably be stronger. Uh, I don't like to use a whole lot of patches or, or acupuncture points. Um, I follow Occam's razor. The, the best solution is the most simple one with the fewest number of acupuncture points involved. So that also extends into the least number of patches possible. But some, sometimes it helps reinforce it if you use a few more patches. Okay. I know the distributors trying to sell product don't like that comment. Well, it makes sense because you're like, okay, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. And people are like, what? Like, what What, get, what are the instructions, right? Like, if you give people 10 instructions, they're not going to remember 
anything past the first two or three. <laughs> so it's the same thing with the body. It makes sense to me that if you're like, you're activating this point, this point, this, and I, and I, and I have to say that as an acupuncturist, um, I probably use too many points. And then I learned over the years that I didn't need that many points, you know, cause I was really into like a Western train. So I really liked doing trigger points. And so the intention would be different in each one, but I had one lady one time come in, she had been seen, uh, she'd moved to town, I think, and she'd been seen from somebody in the city. And I put I put a point in here, and then I put the second point. And she looked at me like, "What's wrong with you?" And I was like, uh, "Is there something wrong?" She goes, "She says, well, my other acupuncturist just used one needle." And I'm like, "Really?" <laughs> she goes, "Yes." So I did my thing, but she never came back because she oh. she just was just aghast that I would even have to use more than one needle in her. Right. But that I wasn't trained in that other style. So I, I did tell her, I'm like, I'm not trained in that, you know, style. So I have to do things, you know, the way that I see is fit. But anyway, so. Well, those, those, are the, <laughs> those are some of the best sessions that I've had with, with patients and clients is um, just using one needle. If, if you're using a five element approach and you figure out the constitutional factor or the CF of the person, which is what phase their energy is in, then you can hit that one point and everything else changes. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that what, what you're talking about too, even though they don't describe it as that is I totally believe like that was through the quantum Yes. So even though they weren't taught, oh, by the way, you're connecting to zero point with this one point and changing everything. I think that makes a lot of sense to me. Now, anyway. Yeah, sure. Right. Yeah, certainly when I first learned that, I wasn't aware of zero point energy or quantum stuff. I mean, I, I was more aware of it than most people, but um, since then I've connected the two, as you just mentioned, and that's very fascinating how that it all fits together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. Now we do have some people with their hands up, so I do want to let people know we'll be answering questions shortly. So the number to call in is 818-514-1190. Hit one so we know your hand is up. You can also do it in the chat because I've opened up the chat. And just remember that I will be posting the notes from today's show on patchtrainingteam.com. Just go to the blog page and uh, just be a little patient because I do have to check spelling and things like that and link some things. Um, and then that uh, blog post will come up and then um, I'll be sharing that to uh, my Facebook group. So if you're, if you're on Facebook and you're not in the um, uh, Patch Training Team LifeWave support group, you can definitely apply to get led into that group. So you'll see all these uh, posted there over the, over the years um, uh, in the post. Uh, so, Dr. Dennis, we're sh- uh, do you have another point you want to share right now, or are we going to protocols next or questions next? Well, there, there are a few more points. Uh, I want to hit on some of the points I already did in more detail and um, okay. just mention a few more points because I'm going to include them in some protocols I have. Then we can go to questions, and, and then I'll, I'll outline the protocols after the questions. Sounds perfect. Okay. So, um, we, we talked about gallbladder 31 that's one of my favorite ones for uh acute itching of the whole body it mm-hmm. it decreases wind decreases itching decreases wind damp and decreases wind in skin problems um it, it's especially good for whole body sudden onset itching and for 
what's called in Western medicine, urticaria. Um, it also treats waist syndrome, which is uh, weakness and paralysis of the lower legs. And uh, that's usually caused by stroke. So this is a really good versatile point for both internal and external wind. So it's called wind market, feng shi. F-E-N-G means wind. Feng shi, wind market. Gallbladder 31. Shi as in chi or S-H-I? S-H-I, S-H-I, as in marketplace. Oh, okay, got it. Major, major marketplace or place where there is a lot of wind. Mm, okay. Like where you can go and, and see a bunch of stuff, like a market. Got it. <laughs> your your farmer's market or your, you know, what do they call those where people are selling all sorts of trinkets and things like that? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. like the farmer's market I went to Saturday and it was windy. So that would be a wind market, a thing she. Hmm. Okay, uh, let's see. Um, we talked about Sanjo 17, CB7, CB2, both for lowering damp heat. Um, CB2 also tonifies Jing. And that's a particularly good point for scrotal itching. Um, Jing is essence, so it helps secure essence. Uh, Gallbladder 9 is a good point for uh, on the opposite side of the ear of Sanjiao 17. Gallbladder 9 is up near the apex of the ear, near gallbladder 8. So that's another point I use sometimes for ear itching. And let's see, we have bladder 28. That's at the second sacral foramen, 1.5 soon bilateral. It decreases damp heat in the lower jowl. Jowl is the energy center in the lower body and therefore decreases damp associated with itching. So if there's a lot of damp associated with lower jaw itching, then bladder 28 is indicated. Okay. So we talked a little bit uh, before about uh, if someone had um, like anal itching, whether it be from whatever, I um, can't remember the name of that parasite, but anyway, uh, that or, or maybe herpes or something like that in the anal area, well, bladder 28, yeah. because it's on the sacrum, will that help? that symptom especially the swelling yeah. and uh yeah so i'm thinking herpes as a medical doctor has like these bubbles so to me that's like yeah. damp heat <laughs> that's right exactly that's okay, what they you. manifest those herpes uh, lesions are damp heat yes okay they're a form of damp heat and what i would use in that area for that kind of lesion would be both bladder 28 and bladder 57. Mm, okay. So we, we get it like a double uh, triangle set up there where the apex of both in the center. So the energy's focused right where the damp heat is. Mm, okay. And you would put something in the middle 
because those are both sides, right? Bladder 28. Like we're talking about, put a YH patch on the outside of the underwear on on CD1. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, so that's a good uh, Merkaba double pyramid spinning in opposite direction set up for treating, um, well, for dealing with um, the symptoms of stampede in that area. Okay. Okay, so uh, I guess that's enough detail about the points, which I'll talk about how to use in protocols in a few minutes, but let's deal with questions now. Okay, fantastic. Um, So what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to go to our list here. If you have a question for Dr. Dennis, and it does not have to necessarily uh, do with itching. If you do, awesome. If not, that's okay, too. Um, the number to call in is 818-514-1190. Hit one so we know your hand is up, or you can put it in the chat. I've now opened up the chat. So, again, it's 818-514-1190. And what we want to do is just have you maybe tell us your first name, because I'll write notes for you as well. We, we don't need your whole name. So, you just your first name and then what symptom you're dealing with, and then Dr. Dennis or I couldn't share some ideas on maybe which patches to use and how to patch for that particular symptom. So the first person we have here is area code 508. 508. Hello. Hi, who's this? Hi. Hello. Yes. Um, hi. My name is uh, Holly. I don't have this, but I have a couple of uh, family members who do have uh, tinnitus. And I'm wondering uh, if the white lightweight patches um, can be used to uh, treat that. Okay, so basically we're looking at the symptom of weird and abnormal noises um, that people are hearing. Um, and uh, right. so we don't want to necessarily use the word tinnitus, but uh, yeah, so oh, I'll, yeah. I'll uh, okay. qualify yeah, that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, yep. yeah. I knew right. that too. Sorry, I, I didn't think of it. Okay. That's okay. Well, so according to Asian medicine physiology, um, the ears are the window to the kidneys, and uh, kidney deficiency is often behind what you're describing, but it could also mm-hmm. be uh, a liver chi stagnation problem, so you could try both. I'd try the kidney first. So uh, you could use kidney three uh, along with Sanjiao 17 behind the ear that we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. and... Uh, mm-hmm. That would be a good combination, and uh, you could also use uh, liver three with it. Okay. And what patches? um, So um, uh, I'd use um, either Ice Wave or Energy Enhancer patches on kidney three. Uh And then uh, use Eon and SP6 on Sanjiao 17. Ian on the right and SP6 complete on the left. Correct. Yeah. And if you want to top it off, you could try uh, X39 on gallbladder 9 on the right. So that's right above the uh, finger, but on the skull, right? On the skull, yeah. Or, you so know, if you don't want to... Go ahead. Sorry. 
You don't want to put it when directly you're talking on your... about on the right, the right and the left. If it's only, if they only have it in one ear, like let's say they have it on the right side, are you still following this same protocol? Yeah, if they only hurt. have it on the left. Sure. Do you have to reverse it? Uh, no, you do the the positive patch in the right, and negative patch in the left. Okay, okay, got you. But you would put the uh, whatever you said. I think you uh, I think you said the eon, um, like on the mastoid bone behind at, for each for the appropriate ear. I assume you just do it on that side. Yeah, but not as far back as the mastoid bone. You want to get okay. right behind the earlobe on on the neck or the uh, the base oh. of the skull. There, it's not quite okay. as far back as the mastoid. Okay. You're going to get really close, uh, a lot closer, unless, you know, the edge of the patch hurts because sometimes it'll, like, mm-hmm. slice into that part. So you just have to be careful. Um, but, uh, yeah, you're probably going to hit all those points back there. It's, it's really about your intention, mm-hmm. right, plus mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. the location. Um, Dr. Dennis mm-hmm. with the gallbladder nine, if she's asking, like, say the symptom is all on the left, you mentioned X39 on the right. So is there a reason why you mentioned it just on the right? Uh, because X39 is a positive patch. Mm-hmm. So um, you could put uh, a, a carnosine on the left, which is relatively more yin, and <clears throat> draw the energy of the X39 across to the left side. Okay. Yeah, and I do think that uh, last time David did a webinar, um, he talked about, you know, the X39 that, uh, the instructions say you can patch it anywhere, uh, left or right. Uh, but he did qualify to say that, um, you know, that oftentimes in an area of discomfort or, dis, uh, you know, imbalance, that the polarity mm-hmm. is shifted in that area. Mm-hmm. And so that's why X39 can be used on the left side temporarily because of that polarity shift. So, but Dr. Dennis is kind of holding to the, you know, the, the, the polarity, um, process here so normally positive patches go on the right does that make sense yes and you can also ground you can ground it by putting negative patches down below like um, tan a tan uh, ice wave patch on left liver three would be a good ground to what we're talking about above Okay. Yeah, and you had mentioned liver three also, right? So, or liver yeah. chi, you said actually. So, yeah. Right, and, okay. and uh, Dr. Dennis, uh, if I may, I, I vaguely remember, uh, you know, a lot more Chinese Asian medicine than I do. Um, that I remember one professor saying something like, you know, if the the ringing in the ears is high pitched, it's more likely liver imbalance, and if it's more like low rumbling, it's more likely kidney imbalance. So, is that True, or huh. did I just remember that wrong? Yeah, no, you've you got a good memory. That's true. And um, that's why it could be either kidney or liver. And if the kidney points don't work, use the liver points. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you know which one it is, Holly? Um, I, I think they're high-pitched. Okay, okay. That's the one I see the most. Uh, mm-hmm. So you can always try liver first if you want, but but um, either way, you know I think it's worth trying mm-hmm. either point. Um, so and and FYI, yeah. not, I, I this I don't know whether this is relevant for, 
relevant for you, Holly, at all. It may not be at all. But Dr. Dennis, I want to mention that there are some highly sensitive people that I have met that, uh, you know, because I do that intuitive testing and check their chi, you know, how mm-hmm. happy their chi levels are, et cetera, that uh, we actually found out that for a number of them, the high-pitched uh, sound was actually angels talking to them. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and then, you know, for those specific people, um, we were able, well, I mean, the, the attempt to, was trying to get them to interpret what it was without that discomfort of that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like they're on the right channel, but they're not quite tuned in that they can understand what's talk, you know, what they're saying. So when I get that high pitched thing, I don't, for me personally, I don't automatically think, oh, my liver's out of balance. <laughs> so I go, what do you guys right. want? <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> right. Okay. What right. are you trying to right. tell me here? No, I pay attention and I go, okay, what is, right. what is it possibly the message? So just, just putting another spiritual spin on that, Holly. Yeah, I, I do the same. I've heard that before, and I've done that. I do that myself, but theirs is um, it, it's pretty much constant and sometimes uh, yeah. worse than others. And one of the uh, people also will occasionally, like if he doesn't get enough sleep or is not feeling mm. well or something, and it'll be really heightened, and also he'll get vertigo as a result. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, so, yep. So that's more of that physiologic energy. So it's not balance. angels. <laughs> uh, yeah. Not probably not in their case. No. <laughs> right. Thanks, right. Holly, for the great question. <laughs> Thank you. Thank so, you so much. So, uh, what, what I what I do in addition to that, um, instead mm-hmm. of kidney three, you could use liver three and gallbladder forty-one with the uh, ice wave patches. Why don't when, I gallbladder when, when are you saying when he's got the um, vertigo? Yeah, yes. or the tinnitus. Okay. Oh, for just in general, for the, for for that person. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. I think that's, uh, yeah. is that what you're saying? I assume that's what you meant. What I meant was, you can in lieu of the kidney three patches, you can try liver three and gallbladder forty one instead, and see which one works better for that person. For him. Okay. Super. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Right, fantastic. Thanks for taking my call. So, mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you. You're welcome. I'm going to mute you. And the next person here, we have area code 514. Hi, who's this? Hi, it's Elise. Hey, Elise. Elise. How you doing? Good. Good. How are you? You can hear me? Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. So, um... As I mentioned in the past, I have a history of constipation, and I recently found out that I have very little digestive enzymes, very little hydrochloric acid, and from what I understand with digestion, if you're not making enough hydrochloric acid, then, you know, the next stages of digestion won't be able to happen, and no probiotics, no supplements will be properly absorbed. So I'm wondering if there's a protocol for increasing hydrochloric acid. A colleague of mine keeps telling me to moxa stomach 36, mm-hmm. and um, I'm just wondering what patch protocol could be suggested. Sure, you could patch stomach 36 as well with the ice wave. With the white on the right and the tan on the left. Um, the first thing I'd want to know in somebody that presents with the history you just gave is, are you on proton pump inhibitors? So I've been on 
um, anticonvulsant benzodiazepines forever and mm -hmm. recently have added some benzos for sleep. And that definitely hampers things. But I, my whole, my whole uh, life has been a history of GI stuff from forceps, you know, gut brain impairment. So using a castor oil pack and eating really well and, mm -hmm. you know, vitamin C, stop magnesium, keeps it moving. But that's like a, ban a natural Band-Aid. I'm just trying to sort of, how can I regulate it without using additional, you know, just keep the energy flowing. And one of the first things we look at in Asian medicine also is what causes constipation is the excess heat in the bowel, and uh, that drives out the um, the waste, and you can uh, get it flowing right. better hydrated, yeah. lots of water. There's definitely, like, when, when I was first diagnosed, like, decades ago, there was, you know, stagnant blood and gin yi dryness, for sure. This is going back, like, into the 90s, so... 100% correct. Yeah, that's great that you're yeah. using, you know, acupuncture, you know, to help you. And you're probably aware so to, eat, to eat lubricant kind of things like walnuts and honey. Sure. Um, there's Thanks. actually a, um, uh, a berry. Oh, gosh, what is it called now? I think it's Long'an. I think it's uh, Dragon's Eye. Uh, in Chinese, it's called Longan. It's jide. Do you know that uh, herb? My my parents were given that because my dad has a lot of dryness, and uh, they were given to him to moisturize. It's these little red fruit. They're very yummy when they're ripe, and and you know, but these are dried. Does that ring a bell at all, Doctor Dennis? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Long long yon rao, um, it's uh, Logan fruit or long longan fruit. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's English. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, yeah uh, you can actually put it in tea and just put a couple in your tea, uh, Elise. And um, it's a little sweet, so um, but that may help as well. And I did try that. I thought it, I thought it did help for me. So. It fortifies the split because of the sweetness. Yeah. And since I take I take those those um, benzos before bed, it, is there is there a patch that sort of catabolizes the toxins like a sort of detox besides number thirty six? Yeah, um, lung lung Liver. aid is good for detoxing. Um, in metal, you have a yin yang pair uh, with lung being the yin and the large intestine being the yang. So you right. could use lung eight, which is indicated for dredging toxins out of the lung channel, and also um, stomach 40, which can dissipate phlegm and get things moving. Uh, also, um, the lower hussy point for the... Uh, the colon is um, stomach 37, so that right. would help also yeah, that's... things move your bowel. Right. Right. So, she uh, wouldn't like say that's stomach 40 and 37 at the same time, would she? 
No, I, I'd use one 30. or the other. Try, try stomach right, 37 first. Could I do 36 and 37 or not? don't bother? No, don't bother. Just do 37. Okay. Great. And uh, don't you think that maybe because the medications are causing dryness, there's some other yin point we can use for her potentially besides lung eight and uh, stomach thirty-seven? Um, sure, you could. Uh... Let's see. Actually, I, I just. You want to tonify yin really well, take mulberries. Okay. Okay. Great. And then is there something in the center that she would use? Like if she used lung 8 on the left and stomach 37 on the right? Would she use like mm-hmm. eon somewhere or something else as wide in the center? Yeah, I like um, probably uh either REM or uh, CV7 or CV2. Or you can even use uh, CV12, which is a front mu point for the stomach, and that will help regulate stomach channel very well and and direct the energy down if it's going up, and that will help you poop too. Right, yeah, for Mm. sure. And neither all the aeon, right? Yeah, Ian, sure. Ian patches, right. Okay. Yeah, and Elise, I don't know if you do any divine muscle testing or anything like that, but you may want to check how happy and balanced your ileocecal valve is um, because although, you know, there's other issues. You talked about the low HCL and digestive enzymes. I have found a lot of people, myself included, where that um, ileocecal valve just is too closed. It's like its own organ, actually, so when I do intuitive testing, I'll just check how happy and balanced is that, and then I'll check the colon, and I'll check the you know different things. And um, but I have found that quite uh, quite often. And sometimes if you put um, an eon patch, I think this was from Dr. Quila mentioned many many years ago, just put an eon patch right over the area of the ileocecal valve. Sometimes that just does it. So you could try that as well. Okay. Yeah, good idea. Uh, there's another trick you can try too, which is. Uh, using isolated patches on um, bladder 25. And bladder 25 is a back shoe point for the large intestine. Mm-hmm. So that may help get things moving too. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I found the stomach 25 so helpful for diarrhea. Actually, well, I mean, we're talking about the same, you know, two sides of the same coin, but that that, that could be really helpful. And that's just on either side of the belly button. So it's pretty easy to find. Yeah. Okay, great. Ice wave, ten. ice wave 10 or which ice wave? On each side. White and right, 10 on left. Yeah, uh, bladder 25, ten. which is uh, one and a half inches on either side. Right, right. I'll yeah, so when... Yeah, so when, yeah, you wouldn't use all of these at the same time, but, but definitely, you know, right. we like our triangles. So you could do that as a triangle if you want, like the eon in the center and the ice wave on either side of stomach 25. Or you could use, you know, the lung 8, stomach 27 combo with something in the center. Uh, or you could use the eon right on the ileocecal valve and see if that works. So lots of different choices here. Excellent. Thank you so much, both of you. Pleasure. You're welcome.
Okay, I wrote those notes for you, Lisa. That will show up in the blog article after. And let me go ahead and uh, mute you. And now we have somebody, area code 951. Hi. Hi. Oh, I have a question. Oh, what patching protocol would you suggest for persistent allergies for years from adrenal fatigue? The other adrenal fatigue symptoms were gone after patching. I still have stuffy and runny nose every day around the clock. I also okay. lost my son's smell. I haven't been able to smell for about two years. Oh, okay. That was pr- prior to COVID, huh? <laughs> yeah, way before that. <laughs> yeah, what's your first name? I'll just write it down so you'll know to Nancy, find it. Nancy, I'm sorry. Yeah, Nancy. Nancy. Okay. Nancy. So persistent, stuffy, and I, runny nose. Okay, got it. I'd go to bladder 13. That's a backshoot point for the lungs. People that have allergies often have um, blockages in that point. So uh, stick ice patches, one on the right, 10 on the left, bladder 13. And uh, that's if they're sore and they're indicated to have a blockage. So if you were to feel back there, Nancy, it's a, it's a little tricky sometimes to find back points, but maybe Dr. Dennis can give us an idea of where would you poke to see if they're sore. Okay, so bladder 13 is at the level right below thoracic vertebra three. And um, on the midline is CV12 right next to it. And you can find it, and it's hard to do on yourself, but if somebody's helping you, if your arms are down at your side and say you rest a pencil on your scapular spine, on, on both scapular spines, on both scapula, They'll angle down and point to right where the space is below T3, between T3 and T4. And then you go one and a half soon or inches bilateral and you got bladder 13. And how do you find the, the bladder lines? Well, the midline is a spine and then you have three inches to, to either side, you've got the uh, medial scapular border. So you divide that distance in half, and that's your first bladder line, 1.5 sooner inches bilateral at the level of T3, and you got bladder 13. Yeah, so this one does require some help, although, you know, I can, I'm pretty flexible, so I can kind of poke around there and um, see what's What's sore? Is there an alternative point that Nancy can use if she doesn't have help? Um, you can try lung nine, which is a source point for the lungs. Mm-hmm. And that's on either wrist? Yep. That's right below the, the thumb on the wrist crease at the base of the thumb. And um, I was thinking maybe, Dr. Dennis, maybe she could put something like on her nose on the third eye because of that loss of sense of smell, like maybe something at night. Yeah, for the sinuses, sure. What do you think? X39, Eon, Alavita? Yeah, I like Alavita up there. Okay. Uh, Another alternative, you could do the third eye and make a triangle with large intestine 20, which is on either side of the nares of the nose. Mm. 
Yep. So then you have a nice triangle over your sinuses. So uh, you could uh, do an eon on the right, an SP6 on the left, large intestine 20 on the other side of the nose, and the uh, olivita on the third eye. Okay. Nancy, did you get that, where, where the triangle is? Yes. Yes, okay. Uh, could, you, could you say it one more time? So. Yep. So we're, we're, we're using right. large intestine 20 on either side of the nose, both points, because it's bilateral. And the apex of the triangle would be the third eye. So then you, you can either use ice wave or energy enhancer or Eon on the right and SP6 on the left of large intestine 20 with olivine on the third eye. Okay, got it. All right, thank you cool. so much. Yeah, we want to we want to know your results. So if you're in the group, please let us know after you try this. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> awesome, Nancy. Thank you. All right. All right. Thank you. Pleasure. Let me mute you. Dr. Dennis, we have one more question here. Uh, that okay. person raised their hand. So, area code seven seven zero. Hi. Hello. This is Melissa. Hey, Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Hey. So. I have never had this before. It's been going on for a couple months. I've tried a lot of different things. Um, it's uh, symptoms, I would say, of eczema, and it's manifesting in a few, in two different ways, um, if that's in fact what it is. But one area is between my thumb and forefinger, started on my left hand, you know, dry, flaky skin that can crack easily. It used to itch. It doesn't anymore. And then it kind of traveled to the same place on the right hand. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, it's really weird. And then I have a couple spots on my legs that are round, itchy kind of red spots. And one right under my, you know, right under my, where the, the little half circle in the clavicle in the middle of the chest, right at the bottom of the neck. I have a dry, itchy, um, red spot there. So, is yeah, that's conception of vessel twenty-two, where you have that other patch of dry, itchy skin. So, in the what, what did you, what did you say? The conception vessel uh, twenty-two is where you're describing the rash or the itch, which is at the, what we call the sternal notch, right? Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Sternal right in the center on the front, bottom of the neck and the my, front. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. I wrote that down. Now, I have just moved, and I, the internet is going to be hooked up in a few minutes. The guy's just arrived. I will listen as long as I can. Um, um very upset that he's just arrived, but I'm happy he's here too. So um, go ahead and I'll catch it in the notes. Okay. Sounds good. All listen, right. I'll let Dr. Dennis uh, um, share his perspective. Okay. So I'd start with bladder 16 using either energy enhancer, ice wave, or Eon on the right and SP6 on the left because it's a bilateral point. And we talked about that a few minutes ago. That's the, uh, the shoe point for the general um, vessel. 
and um, it's indicated for things like you're describing. I'm listening to a training call, and so I'm going to try and double task here. So you, I guess it's you good. probably Flatter know. 16, Melissa. But okay, right, I'm gonna mute. yeah, I'll go ahead and mute uh, Melissa. So you can go ahead, Dr. Dennis. Okay, so it's bladder 16, which is on either side of T6. Use either energy enhancer or ice wave, light on the right, 10 on the left, uh, or use an eon on the right and SP6 patch on the left, uh, bladder 16. And that bilateral point is indicated for uh, general pruritus and, or itching and, and psoriasis or autoimmune things like she's describing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's really interesting how it is like, it's almost like that the, the rash is on large intestine four, you know, like that spot between the thumb and the forefinger. <laughs> so this is yeah. an example of damp heat since she, oh, sorry, damp, yeah, because it's got the red, uh, maybe not damp heat, sorry, uh, wind heat. That's what I meant. Um, yeah, so um, in addition to bladder 16, um like we were talking about earlier, you could use the metal points, uh, lung eight and, um, and then stomach 37. So, uh, I'd use, um, a positive patch on right lung eight and, um, a negative patch on left stomach 37. Okay. That's above and below, just to move the chi down. Mm-hmm. But the main point would be bladder 16 for her. Yeah, got it. All right, cool. So I think we are good. Oh, no, somebody else raised their hand. Okay, one one more, guys, and then we have to move on. So area code 515. Hi. Hello. Hi, who says? Hey. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Carla. Yeah. Carla. Hi, Carla. Um, hi, Carla. Hi. Calling for my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two things real quick. Is her skipping heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And the second is a burning sensation. Um, they, she's been to the doctor twice, and they keep telling her it's a urinary tract infection, but she doesn't think it is, and the antibiotics they're giving her aren't working. Okay. So it's only when she urinates, right? Uh, no, it's it's not just when she urinates. Oh, uh, okay. I think okay. all the... Okay. Did they well, actually do the urine culture? Uh, What was that? Do they actually do a urine culture? Or do they just throw antibiotics at it? <laughs> Sorry, that was a little rude. Uh, I didn't mean to say it that way. Well, that's, that's uh, usually yeah, the case. They did. But um, she said it's different. She's had that before mm. a number of times, and she said it's, it's just not like that. Okay, got it. Points that would help the lower area 
would be um, CV2 and also Zigong. Uh, Zigong uh, is a point that's bilateral to, um, I think it's CV3. Let me double check. Yeah, I think that's what you told us before. Is it like an inch and a half on either side of CV3? Yeah. Okay. My 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 sense would be to to put like a like maybe an eon on CV two. Although it could be X thirty nine because it's on the center line. Yeah, so uh, is um on either side. It's it's three soon actually three inches on either side of CV three. Okay. And then uh, use that one and also either CV3 or CV2, probably CV2, because uh, that will address uh, <clears throat> the uh, itching and the damp heat. Hmm. So let's see. Let's see. Okay. So, it's not um, really itching, but it's, it's burning, burning, but the, it would still work for that, the CV2. CV3 yep. will work too. It, it's the front viewpoint for the bladder. So okay. um, th- those three points are really good. And then I'd, I'd um, make those three points and a uh, triangle with a point on the bottom, like we were talking about on the outside of the underwear. So uh, like a negative patch on on um, on the outside of the underwear at about CV1 area with um, either Ice Wave or Energy Enhancer on Zugong with the white on the right, 10 on the left, and one of the Eon patches or YH patches, either Eon or Glutathione or Carnosine on the, on CV3. Okay, so what's so that's, going that's to be put on the underwear then? Um, X39? A negative patch, you could either use an X39 or a carnosine or one of the tan patches. Okay. Just yeah, I don't, it, it's hard to use just a tan, right? Because you have all these leftover whites, so I don't often do that. <laughs> just FYI, Carl, I just don't bother doing just the tan. So I think relative to the other ones, if you that's optional, is you can put the on the underwear one. If, it, if that symptom bothers or lies, you can just add a carnosine on the outside of the underwear. Yeah, that's funny. Okay. Yep. And then, uh, what about the skipping heartbeat? Uh, would you use energy enhancer patches on the top part of the body or something for that? Yep. Yep. Like on pericardium six, or okay. put it on Sanjiao five on the right, pericardium six on the left. That's okay. one good combination. Another good combination is um, put the white one on right small intestine four and the tan one on left heart seven. Okay, yeah. So that's with uh, energy enhancer patches? Yep, or ice wave. Or ice wave. Okay. All right. Uh, so, Carla, did you get that? Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Welcome. You're welcome. All right. So we 
we'll mute you up here. And Dr. Dennis, can you talk about um, your favorite protocols for the different kinds of itching? Okay. So for internal wind, which includes uh, shaking inside the body and waist syndrome, tremors, and uh, lack of muscle tone, uh, one of the main points would be TV-16, we talked about earlier. That's mm -hmm. uh, in the jade pillow area, just below the occipital protuberance in the back of the skull above the cervical spine. And put an X-39 on that. And you can also use gallbladder 20. And that's um, on either side of the neck at the base of the skull, gall gallbladder 20, and that also addresses internal wind. Uh, use um, either energy enhancer isolate patches there, or you could use an Eon and SP6, Eon on the right, SP6 on the left. And then I'd go down to gallbladder 34 and use um, isolate patches with a white on the right and a 10 on the left, gallbladder 34. Okay. And um, right. you said that the gallbladder 20 was optional in this particular one? Yeah, it's optional. Okay. And optional. if you're not going to use gallbladder 20, you just got the X39 on GB16. Then you can, um, instead of using ice wave on gallbladder 34, you can put an E on on the right and SP6 on the left, gallbladder 34. Okay. And... Uh, now, how would someone know if they're internal wind? They're sh shaking, have tremors, have uh, weak weak muscles, um, waist syndrome, um, the the uh, the pattern you get after a stroke. Okay. Symptoms. Get a nice triangle there with X39 at the top and Eon on the bottom right and, and SP6 on the bottom left. All right. Okay. Next. One of my favorite is using gallbladder 31. This is for acute itching of the whole body. And that itching is not just the skin, but it could include skin. So just kind of overall body itching. And so um, that gallbladder 31, as we described before, is at the tip of the uh, middle finger when you have your arms relaxed and drop to your side, so it's on the outside of the thigh there, at the tip of the finger, so I would use um, a um, <clears throat> Eon on the right, SP6 on the left, or Ice Wave with white on the right, 10 on the left, of gallbladder 31. And then going up to the top, I would use uh, on the back, GD9, and That, that's at the level of thoracic vertebra 7, is GB9. And um, did we talk about that one? Nope. Okay. Anyway, it's, it's uh, indicated for yang within yang for damp heat itching. 
and overall overall body aching. So it's a really good point to use for this. So GB9, just below T7, I would put uh, an Eon or an Olivita patch. And I'd, I'd use Olivita if you're using Eon below. Okay, so that's that's acute itching of the whole body. So you okay. got a nice triangle GV9 at the apex and bilateral gallbladder 31 at the base of the triangle. Okay. All right. Itching in skin problems. So symptoms of skin diseases. Uh, I like uh, Bai Chong Wo, which is the MLE 39 point that's uh, just above spleen 10, as we described earlier. And I'd use uh, Ice Wave, white on the right, 10 on the left, or Eon SP6 combination with Eon on the right and SP6 on the left for the Bai Chuang Wo. And then if you want to make a nice triangle out of it, you can go back up and uh, use GB9 again that we described just a minute ago. I'm sorry, I should have I included think that GB9. that one's kind of tough because it's really hard to see that on yourself and put it on yourself. So can we have yeah. another option besides GB9 for these two? Um, I know you that's go the to fact, the front. But... Use uh, CV-17. Open up the chest and the lungs. Okay. And for, for tough-to-reach points on your back, if you're just working by yourself, what I often have people do is use a back scratcher with double-sided sticky and put the double-sided sticky on the um, non-adhesive side of the patch, very lightly stuck on the back scratcher, and then kind of look in the mirror at your back and stick the patch on using the back scratcher with the uh, strong adhesive of the patch on the point. I know that's kind of tricky and difficult to do, but that's a possible way of getting the patch on and you're back where you can't reach it. Is T7 at the level of the bottom of the scapula, if you made an imaginary yeah, line? I, okay. I can remember yeah, that was T7 yeah. or T8. Yeah, with, with the uh, arms hanging at the side, the scapula are in a position where the, the apex of the scapula, the point at the bottom of the scapula or the shoulder blade, goes right through uh, T7, the bottom of T7. Okay. And it depends on the person, too. Sometimes it will be T8. Mm, okay. But you can okay. count down from T3 to make sure. Right, because T3 is um, at that level of the the spine of the scapula, you said earlier, right? Well, it, it, T3 is at the level of the, the scapular spine, and then we're going down to where the apex of the scapula is for right. T7 or T8. 
Okay, I have not tried the back scratcher thing. It might be something, might be a project. <laughs> to try that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't want to you want to stick it just enough that it'll stay, but that the scratcher you won't take it off again once you remove the back scratcher. So yeah, a little bit tricky, but it's possible. The, the double-sided sticky tape is really good for that, as well as reusing patches when the adhesives are worn off. But oops, we're not supposed to say that. Nope. <laughs> okay, so we got uh, we got the internal wind protocol, the acute itching relief whole body protocol, then the itching with skin diseases symptoms protocol. Do you have any others? Oh yeah. Uh, well, we talked about genital itching already, so that's one of them. So just to review the, the genital itching. Uh, the main point there is liver five, along with bladder 34 on the um, sacrum, and also either CB7 or CB2, riding just above the pubic bone. So uh, I would use uh, ice wave or even on the right, SP6 on the left on liver five and or bladder 34. So uh, just to make a good base, uh, I put ice wave on liver five and then go up and use Eon and SP6 on bladder 34 and then uh, use a glutathione or a carnosine on CB2. Okay. So that's genital itching. Okay, then we have itchy ears. We also talked about this earlier, too. So um, itchy ears is known as er-yong, E-R-yong. Uh, so we're talking about being itchy inside the ear canal. But it's not the inner ear. It's the outer ear canal. But it's the inside of the ear. So uh, we're talking about kidney three using um, Eon on the right, SP6 on the left. And uh, we could use Sanjiao 17 behind the earlobe on either side. So we could use uh, Ice Wave on that. And optional, we could use uh, Gallbladder 20 with Energy Enhancer or Ice Wave. And any time I'm talking about using a positive patch, it could actually be any of the YH patches or the Ice Wave or the Energy Enhancer. And the negative patch could include any of the TAN ones or the SP6 patch or even the Carnosine if you have a relatively more positive patch on the right. Yeah, that I think that'll... We'll, we'll cover that in uh, my upcoming um, program called Principles of Patching. We'll just remember to, to put that in there. So when people listen to the show, they can be like, oh, yeah, you know. Uh, I know you, you know, in this case, you've said kidney three, E on the right, SP6 on the left. But what you're saying is, is that you can do ice wave instead or you can do energy instead. So um, that, is there a reason why nice. you chose the hormonal ones on the kidney points instead of the triple burner points? Um, yeah, because kidney points are connected with the central nervous system and involved with hormone regulation. So that's okay. accessing hormone better. Okay. Because in, in Asian medicine, the 
kidney marrow includes the central and peripheral nervous systems, which includes the endocrine system and um, the hormones. Okay, cool. Okay. So uh, we can talk about itchy eyes, too, if you've got more time. Um, let me just go back up to my notes here for a sec. And okay. um, number three, yep, I want to make sure we covered all the different points. So for the, oh, yes. So for the symptom of bugs crawling, uh, that would be the acute relief itching protocol? Yes. Or is that, okay. Uh, also, uh, let's see, uh, if that doesn't work to your satisfaction, you could also use the uh, the itching in skin problems, the uh, Bai Chuang Wo. Bai Chuang Wo, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's do itchy eyes. Okay. So, the the eyes are considered the window of the wood. So we want to involve liver, and um, if we have itchiness, we either have heat and or damp heat with wind. So we could use liver three and gallbladder 41. So liver three on the left with a tan ice wave and gallbladder 41 on the right with a white ice wave. And if you've only got heat, you could use large intestine 11. And if you've got more damp, you can use Stomach 36 with spleen 9. So let's talk about that one. On stomach 36, you could use uh, an olivita on the right, and you could use a carnosine on the left, spleen 9. And for the wind, uh, you can address that with gallbladder 20. And on either side, uh, you could use Uh, energy enhancer with white on the right, 10 on the left, or you could use um, ice wave or any of the positive patches on the right and negative patches on the left, gallbladder 20. So then we're addressing wind damp heat and eyes and liver. Okay, so um, so would you do all of the above, or you would just do liver three, gallbladder twenty, and then add, or not add, but um, if you had more heat, uh, you would swap out the liver for the large intestine, or more damp, yeah, you swap, swap out the spleen stomach for the liver. Where I'm just not clear on. That okay, piece. so what you do with itchy eyes is you look at whether you just have wind heat. Or wind damp heat. You know you have wind because you got itchy. Now, is it caused by just heat or is there damp involved too? So if it's just heat, you've got a dry kind of heat. The eyes are really dry. You don't have a a, uh, water 
component or dripping or swelling involved. No damp. Mm, so okay. in case of no damp, you stick with just draining the heat, which is large intestine 11. Now, okay, and no liver? Got, uh, no, you, you can use liver too because that's also addressing heat and also wind. Okay. So you use the liver points and the large intestine 11 points. Got it. And also go what? Okay, so then, then if you if the eyes are swollen and there's a, a moisture or a damp or a watery component where they're they're itchy and they're hot and irritated and they're also swollen, that's a wind damp heat. Then you can add um, the the spleen nine and stomach thirty six points to get rid of the damp. Instead of large intestine 11. Yes. Instead of large intestine 11, you use uh, the spleen 9 on the left, stomach 36 on the right combination. Okay. And when do we use gallbladder 20 then, since we already have liver 3 in both? Um, Well, I use it for everything. uh, It's either optional if the liver points aren't working as as well as you'd like, you can add okay. the gallbladder 20. Uh, or you can just embellish everything else by adding it in there. Ah, okay, got it. All right, I just want to make sure I organize my notes so you guys can understand that. Uh, as optimally, then add gallbladder 20. Okay. All right. Cool. All right, we got it. <laughs> cool. Very cool. Okay. Thank you so much, Dr. Dennis. Um, You're very welcome. My pleasure. Yeah. Uh, so if, if folks have, uh, you know, uh, um, some some other symptom, you can definitely look at our archives on the blog. So if you just go to patchtrainingteam.com forward slash blog, put in the search bar what you're looking for. Remember, we're going to be listing it under symptoms mostly. Um, you know, you can you can search for the notes that we have and if we had an old show where there is no notes you know let us know if you'd like to do it again have us do it again um, so we can write notes uh, for you for whatever symptom but a lot of what we have is already in the archives of the radio show and the blog so check there uh, before you post your request for what you'd like us to deal with the next time doesn't mean we can't do it again but sometimes it's already there and you'll have that answer much faster uh, if you just look at our archives. Is there anything else you want to share, yeah. Dr. Dennis, before we go for today? Oh, yeah, we've got about eight years of uh, shows and probably six years of archives in there. And um, if you're looking for a point and you're not sure where the location is, uh, we often mention look at yinyonghouse.com, and you can find point locations at that website. And also, if yes. you want to contact me, to contact me, uh, you could uh, send me a private Facebook message, and I'll be happy to look at helping you there. Fantastic, thank you. And um, I will also post that uh, link here on the on the blog, so it's easy for people to find you, Dr. Dennis, uh, because your Facebook um, page isn't. I mean, the URL is not exactly. 
your name. So I think it's Bear um, Medicine I, Fish. Oh, it's, that, your name is Bear Medicine email. Fish. So on Facebook. Well, that's your that's your Facebook page as well. Yes. I mean, you can search Dennis Loebstein, but there's like five thousand yeah. Dennis Loebsteins. They don't know which one it is. But uh, you're behind. You're on. Uh, there's dolphins on the back. So folks are like, okay, that's Dr. Dennis with the dolphins on on the back screen. Yeah. So I just want to let people know. Uh, I will hyperlink it though right to the article, so that people can. Yeah, find it's it. one with the dolphins jumping in the sunset. Yes, exactly. Okay, fantastic. So thank you, Dr. Dennis, again for another awesome show. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening in live, and we look forward to connecting with you, Dr. Dennis, uh, again in about a month. Cool. Be well, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. Bye for now. Thank you, Dr. Karen. Thank you, Dr. Dennis. Bye.